Hi there, my name is Erica Browning and I am blown away by all the places your nursing degree can take you. Here we showcase basic nurses doing some really cool things. My goal is to bring to you ideas, options, and inspiration. Think of this as a fun conversation with a friend where you laugh a ton and leave feeling encouraged and empowered. That nursing degree you worked so hard for is just the beginning. I'm here to show you what is possible. This is the Black Sheep Nurse Podcast. Hey everyone. So, surprise! I'm solo today. I'm solo. If you're new here, typically every week on the Black Sheep Nurse Podcast, um, I have a, a nurse on that I interview that's doing a cool and different job. And uh, sometimes you've heard of the jobs and sometimes you haven't. Sometimes you've heard of the specialties and sometimes you haven't. And so um, the whole point of that is to give you ideas on things that you can do with your nursing degree. You know, if you're burned out or just ready for a change, that's the whole point of it. But this week, we're not doing an interview. It's just me going solo because it's Thanksgiving week. And so I thought to myself, one, I wanted to thank everyone for being here. And two, I wanted to I wanted to give any new listeners um, a little background about myself because we've had we've come a long way, baby. We started this podcast. I think the first episode aired the first week of January. And this is episode 43. 43. So we've had 42 interviews with 42 different nurses. I mean, it's really kind of cool if you think about it. And we've got three interviews lined up for December. And then we're going to hit the ground running for January. All the interviews are lined up. We have a full new fabulous year coming up for you. But this year, I just thought I'd take the opportunity to go solo. And um, I'm solo on my Instagram account all the time, but just not on the podcast. So if you are new here, you're like, who is this woman talking? My name is Erica Browning. I'm the founder and the voice and face behind uh, Black Sheep Nurse. It is a multimedia platform. Um, I have a blog that is just getting started and a website and a podcast that's been going on um, all year where you can get, you can go to the website and get the episodes um, or you can go to Apple, Spotify, wherever you're listening now. And yeah, I got the idea to do this podcast, it was probably April of last year. So April, 2022. And I was sitting with one of my friends and for some reason it just came to me. We were talking about nurses and talking about all these jobs. And I was like, well, there are so many things you can do with this degree. And I love podcasts. I listen to podcasts all the time because for my day job, I'm traveling. So um, I'll get to myself here in a second, but I go with my patients to their doctor's appointments. And so I'm like, well, why don't I do a podcast? And I love interviews because I don't always like to just hear myself talk. I mean, <laughs> there's only got so many things I can say to you, I think. Who knows? That may change too. But right now it's just, um, I just thought to myself, well, let's just do interviews. Let's interview these nurses, get them to tell us what they're doing in nursing how did they start out? Because we all start out in the same place. We went to nursing school and then, you know, you go through your career making left turns, making right turns, going straight, backing up, going back to school, never going back to school. There's just so many ways to do it. And so I said, let's get these to myself. Let's get these nurses on. Let's get them to share 
what they're doing, how they did it, and then share a few resources for other nurses if they want to learn more. Because all of this, the undercurrent for all of this is that options lead to freedom. Options lead to freedom. If you feel that you have options, you won't feel as stuck. You won't feel hopeless. You won't feel out of control. You'll feel, you'll feel more in control. You're like, hey, I'm not stuck. I've got things that I can get to and things that I can do. So um, with that being said, though, it doesn't mean that it's just going to fall into your lap. You know, you have to make an effort. You have to meet people. You have to go to conferences. You have to join committees. You have to be willing to learn. You can take courses. You can listen to podcasts. Hey. And, um, but anyway, the whole point is that this podcast is to showcase nurses, all of the cool things that you can do with your nursing degree and to give you options. So that's how this was born. Cause I just sat down with my friend and I just kept coming up. She and I both coming up with jobs. This person's doing this, 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 this. And it's like the brainstorming never stopped and it hasn't stopped since. It hasn't stopped since. I don't know how to make it stop. I always call it affectionately, you know, the ticker tape that runs across my head. It's just constant stream of ideas. But anyway, that's how we got, if you're new here, um, that's how we got this pod podcast started. Um, a little about myself. Um, if you're my friend, this is none of this is new to you. So I came to nursing later in life. It was not my first degree. I am from a small town, Texas, Paris, Texas. My, I went to Texas Tech University. I was going to go to medical school, just like everyone else. Everyone wants to go to medical school. Why? I don't know. It's just what you hear about when you're younger. And, you know, as I was going through my classes, I was like, I don't know if I really want to do this. <laughs> I didn't want to do this. And nursing at the time did not occur to me. I decided to major in Spanish, which I'm so glad that I did. But um, spoiler alert, unless you're going to be an interpreter somewhere or a teacher, <laughs> majoring in Spanish doesn't get you a job unless you want to do those two things. And I thought that I would teach. And I did a, a semester of my student teaching. And I was like, mm, no, thank you not for me. And I don't know if it was because I was teaching a bunch of high school students and I was young in college. So I was 2021. 20, These high school kids are like just a few years younger than me, you know, 16, 17, which yes, there's a big difference between a 21 year old and a 16 year old. But still, I did, I felt like I should be older to really teach you know, the high schoolers like that, but you don't have to be, but that's how I felt. And I think um, my Spanish was medium at best. It's actually gotten better as I've gotten older because I have to work on it. Shocker, you have to work on it. But anyway, so I graduated from Texas Tech with a degree in Spanish, decided I did not want to teach. So that's when I went into the Marine Corps and my dad was a Navy corpsman in Vietnam, but he was with the Marines. So if you don't know the way that the Marine Corps works, it is under the Department of Navy. The Marines don't have their own medical and they don't have their own spiritual guidance like preachers, pastors, spiritual care. They get all of that from the Navy. So my dad, so you'll have Navy corpsmen who are blue team or green team. Blue team meaning corpsmen that stayed with the Navy or corpsmen that went to be with the Marines. Because when you have infantry units, you have a couple of Navy corpsmen who are assigned to your unit. They're wearing camis. They're going out with you on your missions, your patrols, your training, that sort of thing. So that is what my dad did. He was a Navy corpsman, but he was with the Marines with 2-7 in Vietnam. And so he had, he loved the Navy. He loved the Marines. And so growing up, I had always heard about it. And he even told me when I was in high school, he's like, Erica, 
you should go into the Marines. And I'm like, oh, dad, hush, dumb. I'm not doing that. And so, of course, I then go rack up a bunch of student debt for the Spanish degree. <laughs> and then I'm like, hey, dad, I think I'll go into the Marines. He's like, okay, right. I'm like, all right, all right, you were right. But anyway, so I went into the Marines. Um, I was a, as an officer. I had a college degree. And so that's why I went in as an officer because I already had the degree. And I did air traffic control. Yes, air traffic control. You're like, Erica, how does that happen? Well, it's a long story. If you want to know, you can email me on how officers are assigned specialties within the Marine Corps. But I was, on, well, I was air traffic control. And so I deployed, I was stationed in Beaufort, South Carolina. I deployed to Iraq in 2004 to 2005. And then I got out of the Marine Corps in 2005. And people were like, oh, you probably got out because you were so miserable. Well, actually, no. I loved my time in the Marine Corps. I, I really did. I just didn't care for, for my specialty, air traffic control, what the future looked like for officers in terms of jobs and what you'd be doing next just didn't appeal to me. I just didn't care that much about it. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm ready to move on and do something else. So that's what I did. I got out and I worked for Merrill Lynch as a financial advisor for a while. And then I thought, you know what? I need to go back to my roots because I've always loved math and science. Always, always, always. And so, you know, just thinking about it, I was like, well, I have a degree now. Actually, by then I had two degrees. I, ha I had gotten a bachelor's in biology from the University of North Carolina in Wilmington. And I'm like, okay, I need to find an accelerated program because I need money. Yeah. <laughs> I need money. I'm out in the workforce. I'm in my late 20s. It's time. Um, I mean, I had been working, but, you know, I can't just afford to just stop working. And so I need, and if I do, it needs to be quick. So that's why I wanted an accelerated program. And that's when I got into Georgetown. They were offering a scholarship. I got the scholarship and it was a 16 month program. And it was, it was, it was a great experience. I thought it was a great program. I had a great experience and that's where my nursing career took off or started. I guess that was in my early thirties. And so, yeah, that's where I started. I went into the ER right away. I had didn't done my senior practicum in the ER and then I went to the ICU for a time and then I came back to the ER and that was all in Washington, D.C. And then I moved out to California and worked in the ERs out here. And then I made a transition into case management, which is what I do now. And uh, specifically, it's case management in workers' comp. And so, yes, I work from home, but, you know, I don't go to an office setting, but I still travel. So in workers' comp, case managers will often, unless they're telephonic, if you're a field case manager, you will go with your patients to their appointments. And the whole point of workers' compensation insurance is to get the uh, patient that is called an injured worker back to work. So to coordinate their care, physical therapy, medications, occupational therapy, the doctor's appointments, specialists, surgeries, I mean, equipment, you name it. That's your job to coordinate. Uh, translators and transportation, all of that. And then you go with them to their appointments. And then you do, you know, emails, phone calls, reports. I often say, you know, if the system worked, you wouldn't need a nurse case manager, but it doesn't work that way. Nurse case managers can really help patients with their care and navigating the system because it can be really daunting. But anyway, that's what I do now. And in this time as a case manager is when I got the idea for this podcast because I didn't know how did I get even get into case management? Well, I had a friend that I was working with in the ER and I was pretty burned out. 
on the ER. I'm like, oh my gosh, I dreaded going to work every day. I'm the one who raised my hand and said, you know, hey, can I go home? If you're looking for people to go home, I'll go home. And I'm like, I hate this. I hate that I feel this way. And I'm not being the kind of employee that I want to be. Like I felt, I was just like, this is not a good look. And so I had a friend who was doing case management, working for the company. And I was like, hey, do you like it? Tell me about it. And she did. And she told me all about it. And I was like, well, I think that might be something I was interested, you know, I'm interested in. And I had to wait for them to have an open position. When I first asked about it, she linked me up with her supervisor. They didn't have any open positions in San Diego. And so I just kind of had to wait. And I just stayed in touch and, you know, really worked on changing my attitude at work, you know, because sometimes we want to change. It doesn't happen right away. So what are you going to do? Just be miserable? No, you just got to change your attitude. And so I did that while I was waiting. And then finally a position opened up and I got it. And so that's where we are. But yeah, like I said, during that time is when I came up with the idea to uh, do this podcast. And I mean, every day I learn something. Every time I interview someone, I hear something that I didn't know before. Or I hear about a nursing job I had no idea about. And after every interview, you know, I end up talking to the interviewee and we further talk about stuff I didn't know about. And so I'm really excited and happy to share all of that with you because I just, I mean, you were the captain of your own ship, man. Here's some information. Go forth. That's sort of my attitude about it is to give you options and say, go forth and change the world. So anyway, I want to end this little solo episode. I've rambled on and on by saying it's Thanksgiving week and Thanksgiving is Thursday. And I'm really thankful for you all who are listening. Our listenership has uh, increased over the year. Like I said, we our first episode launched back in January. And, you know, it's nice to see that the word is getting out and that you all are getting something from this and that it's motivating you and inspiring you. And because if it's not reaching anyone, what is the point of doing this? Because <laughs> it takes time and it takes money. So you want to know that your efforts aren't in vain and that it's reaching someone and helping someone. And I've heard from several, I, I won't say I've heard, I've heard some, from so many, you know, you hate it when people say that and it's not true. I've not heard from everyone. I've heard of from some people and a couple of them, you know, applied to that home IV infusion. When I had him on, I think he was episode nine. They asked me for information. I linked him up. I've had so many people come back and say, I'd never heard of that. And thank you. And I sent off for more information. That's great. That's what it's all about. And so thank you for being here. And thank you for your feedback. And I'm glad that this is helpful. And I'm thankful for all of you. So happy Thanksgiving. And I'll see you next week. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Black Sheep Nurse podcast. If you want more, head on over to blacksheepnurse.com for show notes and resources from today's episode. You can also join our email list and the website and have the link to weekly notes delivered directly to your inbox. And if you're looking for more everyday fun and community, join us on Instagram at blacksheepnurse.